0: Today on the podcast, we are talking about a company that has just raised $15 million in voice flow. This is a platform for building conversational AI experience. So today on the podcast, we're going to be diving into the implications in the industry and what exactly they are doing here. I think the thing that's important to know is that the momentum for conversational AI, and of course, this is you know primarily chatbots, this has witnessed an unprecedented surge, which you know, can be really accredited to a lot of high-profile systems like, of course, ChatGPT. But also, you know, in a forecast from the previous year, Gartner actually anticipated that by 2026, automated solutions would account for 1 in 10 agent customer interactions. This projection is up from a mere 1.6% of chatbots, which were managed in 2021. So I think that this is, you know, if you were to redo this... uh, if you were to redo this today, we would be seeing even higher rates. Um, and I think that the interest has really, you know, kind of amplified the market value for tools catering to, you know, development of different AI experiences. According to Future Market Insights, this domain's worth is projected to soar to $47 billion by. Um twenty thirty three just in the next ten years. So I think that's a really big leap from the nine point six billion dollars that it is today. And of course, that brings us to today's company, which is VoiceFlow. So in a recent turn of events, VoiceFlow, which is a very notable player in the conversational AI creation space, they just said that they have secured fifteen million dollars of funding. And this round was spearheaded by um, OpenView, which is a VC firm. And Braden Ream, the CEO and founder, disclosed that this injection of funds essentially elevates Voiceflow's cumulative raise to $35 million, placing the startup's post-funding valuation at $105 million. So, elaborating on the company's trajectory, you know, post this funding round, Reem, who is the CEO, um, said, "Quote: Voiceflow will bolster its dedication to product innovation. Part of this roadmap is the integration of an LLM-powered AI constructor." enabling users to craft and roll out large language model-driven agents, especially for customer support functions. Now, this makes a lot of sense. This is an area that a lot of people have agreed on is going to see some very massive disruption. And I've even recently talked to some investors who said that you know they are looking at companies exclusively um, that are putting really heavy focus in automating everything inside of their company with AI, including you know customer support and a lot of different areas. So, you know, this is really a brainchild of Braden Ream, Tyler Han, Michael Hood, and Andrew Lawrence, uh, the co-founders. And VoiceFlow's inception back in 2019 had a really interesting backstory. So the team originated in Toronto, um, and they collaborated during their college college years, kind of developing apps, which were essentially originally tailored to Amazon Alexa. So the experience eventually led them to share the epiphany, which is that the creator of a platform uh, you know, dedicated to developing conversational agents, particularly for niche customer service scenarios, um, would be incredibly powerful. So, so in a statement talking about this specifically, their CEO, Reem, he said, quote, Our collective vision was to sculpt a mammoth collaborative ecosystem, making it seamless for anyone to cohesively create state-of-the-art AI agents for a plethora of automation needs. Presently, our gaze is fixed on automating customer support on websites and in-app interfaces. So he also kind of um, elaborated a little bit more um, and he kind of actually compared voice flow to something else like, uh, you know, he says it's kind of the caliber of like Figma um, for constructing AI agents um, and teams leveraging Voiceflow can launch agents powered by comprehensive language models. Um, especially OpenAI's GPT-4 being just one among various choices, right? That's not, you know, the exclusive thing they have. I'm assuming we'll have other things like um, probably maybe Inflection's Pi when that comes out right now. Uh, Claude definitely is one of the forerunners in this space. Um, And so I think there'll be some other ones that they'll be integrating. But what really sets VoiceFlow apart is its adaptability, in my opinion. Um, enterprises essentially can sketch validate and then introduce an ai representative without any allegiance to a specific model i think this is incredibly important as i think we're going to start seeing um, a ton of models hit the market with all very different uh, specialties and you're going to be wanting to have the option to change these in and out and i think you know based off of this um, what they're building over a voice flow they can integrate diverse models from speech recognition to conversational algorithms To really curate the AI experience, and this is what they said, quote, Our platform augments any pre-existing natural language comprehension framework or tech stack. This means teams can amplify their design and cooperate uh, cooperative prowess without incurring overhead from switching vendors or undergoing tech shifts. Um, And then Reem, the CEO, also said, Moreover, our enterprise clientele can leverage any extensive language model encompassing proprietary ones and others available via API. So if you have your own AI model um, or if you are, you know, pulling ones in like ChatGPT where you're essentially just accessing the API, all of that will be available on the platform. So while competition is definitely very stiff right now with heavyweights like Google's uh, Dialogo Flow, um, IBM Watson, AWS has Lex, Voiceflow kind of holds its ground um or is attempting to do just that so they have a workforce of approximately 50 employees at the moment and they cater to a number of clientele i think they have around 450 clients at the moment and included in those they have amazon jp morgan chase and state farm so these collaborations really translate to an impressive 130,000 users, which are currently harnessing their platform, and they see room for a lot of growth. So Reem concluded um, by highlighting the platform's growth, uh, attributing it to the increasing allure of conversational AI, and said, quote, ever since ChatGPT's unveiling last November, we have witnessed a twofold uptick in voice flow signups and engagement. We're a bridge for both non-tech and tech-savvy stakeholders, enabling them to collaboratively architect AI representatives for diverse applications in a secure, regulated setting. The result, enterprises can swiftly conceptualize, assess, and launch large language uh, models-driven agents for varied use cases with an enhanced turnaround. I think this is a really great um, area to focus on. This is going to be really interesting to see how this company plays out. Like, I think the big thing that they have going against them at the moment is that there is Google, IBM, and AWS all kind of playing in the same space. Um, But I think there's definitely room for startups. Uh, Startups can be a lot quicker, they can be a lot more nimble, and they can bring products to market faster, which, you know, at the end of the day is what people are really looking for in a lot of these cases is, you know, how quick can um, something come to market so that they can leverage it and get a competitive edge over their competitors, right? So this is gonna be really interesting to see if they are washed out by the big ones, uh, by the big players in the space, or if they're going to be able to hold their own. Only time will tell, but we'll continue to follow them in the future. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode, breaking down how AI is impacting your industry. Today's episode is sponsored by AI Box, a no-code AI app builder and marketplace, which just launched a crowdfunding campaign.